What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. And be sure to follow Axes and Blades online, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and go to axesandblades.com for even more guitar content. Well, today it's the day you've all been waiting for. It's an update on my great string experiment. That's right. If you caught my episode, maybe about 10 episodes back now, I went through how I just ended up in some weird spiral of endless guitar nerdiness for some reason decided that i wanted to just try out a ton of strings and experiment with coated and non-coated strings and i've tried a bunch and that's kind of what started it i've already tried a bunch obviously throughout playing guitar and recently i just kind of got into the differences between them and blah 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 and for some reason i just wanted to test it and find out once for all what i think about coated strings non-coated strings particularly the particularly the elixir strings which i was trying the polywebs and the kind of those like the super slick ones and i got really into the idea of um those are such an extreme kind of feel to them in terms of the difference what strings kind of feel pretty similar to me those feel really different so i wanted to get into you know what which ones do i actually like and the elixirs are kind of interesting because uh people who get into them like really get into them they become like a like total kind of fan base for them um it goes beyond just putting this using the strings like they really fiercely defend you've got to only use elixirs and those are the best ever some people um very loyal on them um i absolutely love them um i don't think it goes goes beyond just using them on their guitar i think they're just like building houses out of them in the woods like mental spider people or anything but like i i I think that uh, some of them could get pretty fierce in defense of how elixirs are the best. So I was very curious about that. I had a very positive experience with them so far. So I was wanting to kind of more directly compare. Be I, I don't want to use the word scientific because that will besmirch the word scientific because I'm not going to be at all scientific about it. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, vaguely scientific. I actually kind of sit there and think about it in a you know, slightly more studious way. Actually, think about what do I like about these? And then just buying stuff. You Throughout your whole life, how much money do you spend on strings, right? And it was like, you know, am I actually buying the ones that I want? If Do the more expensive ones actually last longer? Would I actually save money by buying those, et cetera, et cetera? So obviously, like any guitarist, I experimented a bit, but I wanted to be a bit more kind of focused on it. And I decided to share that experience in case it was useful for other people to hear this. Because, you know... I mean, what this is the most exciting part of guitar, really, is strings, obviously, as we all know. I mean, music, who'd want to listen to that? You want to listen to some guy you don't know on the internet talking about strings. That's what you want. That's what all these musicians wanted to do, and they gave up and sold out, and they became musicians. Well, I just, I just that's not me, you know? I would just rather be here talking about Talking about strings. So, like, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I uh, actually have been playing around with them in my spare time, um, setting aside a good amount of time to playing guitar in general lately, and was swapping from the uh, Elixir Polywebs to, I thought I would just swap immediately back to the standard that I think is going to be the touchstone for a lot of people in terms of familiarity which are just Ernie Ball slinky. So I've uh, gone from the uh, polywebs from Elixir, which if you don't know, if you didn't hear me go over all of this in the first 
uh, episode introducing the idea is the kind of ones I'm most interested in because they're the most extreme and different. But from Elixir, they have three different coatings and the polywebs are like the kind of slickest ones, the ones that feel most different to a non-coated string. Um, those are the most different ones. They're the ones with the kind of blue color in this green coloring and orange coloring on the other ones, like the nano web and stuff, which we're also going to try. Um, slightly more subtle kind of coated feel to that. The polywebs are like kind of just all out on the coated feel of the strings if you have had experience with coated strings and you think yeah it's not really for me you'd probably hate polywebs you know they're more than kind of any other coated strings out there really they are super slick and got a slippery feeling it feels like you kind of put fast fret all over the place you've spilt like a a, a kind of bucket that you might use when you're cleaning your car you've spilt that all of fast fret all over the entire instrument um and it slips out of your hands constantly but it's it's great it's actually really cool um if you're into that if you're not into it man you would hate you'd hate them don't even try them but <laughs> uh or you know try them because it's kind of fun but uh those are the ones i'm kind of interested in um so here's my experience with that moving from the polywebs to the Ernie Balls, same gauge. I'm using 10 to 46. Again, that's what I like on the guitar that I'm using. But also, again, I feel like that's, you know, very standard, very common. A lot of guitars ship with that. A lot of people, even if they that's not their set of preference in terms of string gauges, like we all kind of have a vague idea of what that kind of like. And we've probably played guitar like that. Guitars with those strings on just from like playing them in stores and stuff like that. Um, so playing 10 to 46 in it what did i notice well one thing i noticed is that uh as i mentioned before the poly webs absolutely do last longer um like way longer and what they what i mentioned before was that you kind of have different stages of a string's life you have when it's like absolutely brand new and it's super spanky and sparkly sounding when you got brand new strings on there and uh you know some players in the studio find it too bright even like when you first put strings on sounds like different because it's actually so bright and fresh and then you kind of that pretty quickly goes away and you end up with like brand new strings feeling and sounding but not necessarily with that super bright and then it kind of goes into the longest stage which is the middle stage which is i don't need to change these at all but they're, st they're still good but they're definitely not like brand new fresh on today but they're still good that lasts for a long time and then you have the kind of session which i feel like is where players vary the kind of next stage some players will change it some players will wait for the stage after the next stage is kind of like yeah these are worn out and they're not feeling great but they're not necessarily that bad and oh i should change these but how lazy am i going to be um that varies from player to player obviously and then the final stage is where like you've actually got like gunk coming off the strings you know where they're actually going to look black you can actually see the parts of the string you've been playing more than others and like really clearly uh it looks really nasty what i found with the polywebs is they don't get to that last stage like they just didn't get to that last stage um and i made sure to kind of keep playing them past where the tonally things are degraded and they'd lost their last they didn't have that thing with um like kind of black coming off the strings or the strings really heavily discoloring not at all they didn't have that and they were still loud when i tuned them so when i took the strings off i played them for a good long while and discoloration that you get on any uncoated strings not there um after 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 you you would have had it for a long time already uh and still retaining a lot of the volume and still retaining a good sustain and still retaining a lot of uh, a decent amount of brightness uh compared to when you put the strings on they degraded a lot 
um, like with any string, but they just didn't get to that final stage where you're just like, man, these strings are dead. Uh, now, they probably would after like a long period of time, I, w I would guess, but um, I had them on for a good, I put like a lot of hours in. I did some recording as well. Um, I don't know about you, but like when I'm really tracking something, I tracked some stuff that was kind of difficult to get the timing right. And you're kind of doing it over and over again and you kind of get obsessed with it. And, you know, suddenly the sun's gone down, and it's dark, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I don't know about anyone else, but when I'm doing that, like that's a time when I'll get kind of like grubby or sweaty fingers because you're just playing the same part over and over again. And you kind of get a little bit tense as well because you're kind of trying really hard. You're trying over and over again to get it right. And you're kind of digging in and, and working hard to really try and nail this part or, or whatever. Um, so that was a good test for them to see how they'd age under that. They they basically got to this point where they started to just feel immortal and like they just were not aging anymore. Um, and those first three stages, you know, where the strings are still good, those still lasted a very long time. So uh, elixirs in terms of long lasting so far, 100%. Um, they do also lose the polywebs, like I say, a super kind of slippery feeling. That feeling does go away. By the end, they kind of felt closer to uncoded strings not totally but they were kind of getting close to feeling like uncoded strings if you play them for a long time that slipperiness goes away lasted for a very long time but it does kind of start to go that does start to disappear uh, more than kind of visually and 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 even maybe even tonally um so all these things fade over time and if you play it for longer they'll get grubbier and stuff but um in terms of long-lasting, big check from me uh, in all the aspects of it. But the, like Alexa talks about, like it's about long life and, and just in general, but it's like tonally and how it looks and volume and all the things they boast about their coating doing. They only lasted a long time. Whether you like the the kind of characteristics of the polywebs, very subjective. Um, like I said, it is noticeable. It's not a subtle thing. They have the other kind of coatings to be more subtle um, for sure. But that uh, is something I'm going to be interested in seeing. Is that long-lastingness uh, kind of more something that happens with the polywebs because, I don't know, that type of coating just happens, that, that coating just happens to work like that, you know? But the trade-off is it's super slippery. Or do things like the nanoweb coating, um, and these more subtle coatings that feel kind of closer to a non-coated string, are those going to last as long? Because if so, that's a great option for someone who says, I don't want coated strings, they're all slippery. Maybe these other Elixir coatings are going to be great for having extremely long life, really noticeably longer than uncoated strings, but not having the kind of slipperiness. Interested in that. So that's something I'll bear in mind. Um, so the other thing I was really interested in was swapping back to the Ernie Balls, which I'm super familiar with uh, after having the Elixirs on. And obviously there were some things that were kind of obvious. So the slipperiness of the polywebs meant that when you're sliding, for example, on the Ernie Balls to begin with, yeah, you know, they're way less slippery and slick. Um, the difference isn't crazy huge. It's not like you feel like your fingers are getting stuck against like an invisible wall of friction or something when, you, when you've got, I think walls of friction are usually invisible. But anyway, like, it's, not, it's not like your fingers are just getting stuck on the fretboard. It's not like it feels totally crazy different to play um very 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 noticeably different but it wasn't you know like me sitting there cursing and swearing at the things like man i can't play this now it's got any balls on it um but there was a difference and it did take some getting used to absolutely the thing that definitely i would point out is much quieter the elixirs are way louder volume on the elixirs 
uh, way louder when you're playing acoustically. Depends how much stock you put in that. Um, a lot of players just don't put any stock in it. If you're playing, if I'm playing like metal or punky stuff, like stuff like that, where it's like, oh, you know, kind of leaning in, putting your ear over, like, oh, what, 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 what's the resonance like on this? Like, who gives a shit? Like, it's it's going on a fifty one fifty. Who cares? You know, like. Depends what you're playing and, and, and depends how you are as a player. Um, I'm just giving you all the info. If you're like, I don't give a shit about that, like that's perfectly acceptable because there's definitely times where just like, depending on what I'm playing, there are certain elements in here that I'm talking about, which I just actually just will not give a single shit about. Um, that's kind of one of them. Like how, what's the volume like acoustically? Um, way louder on the Elixirs. If for you, you tend to find that when a guitar... Uh, for example, all strings specifically, but just you you pick up a, a guitar and you strum it acoustically first because you like to hear how it resonates and how it sustains and things. There was a big difference on that between the strings. The strings made a big difference on that and the elixirs are way louder. Uh, playing clear tones in the past, I've noticed that clear tone strings are also louder than like Ernie Ball and Tadario and kind of your standard um, strings that, you know, cost like half the price. So that's why... I still buy them, but um, like your only balls, uh, super slinkies and stuff. But uh, yeah, depends how much stock you put in that, to be honest. Um, in terms of like sustain of the notes, like acoustically as well, just listening to that and trying to get an ear for that. I'm not like setting up stopwatches and stuff, but um, get the Guinness World Record committee around to figure out which strings last the longest. Um, I'm doing this in a very haphazard, stupid way. But yeah, um that that kind of the way the reason i like to do that rather than to try and time stuff is because then i'm only hearing the big things and the whole thing's going to be subjectively tainted by me anyway unless i set up lab conditions or whatever so it's going to be subjectively tainted anyway so the best result is that i give you one just an actual subjective opinion that you can then do with as you like and two um i only notice the big things you know i can't sit here and be like well actually the any balls were in a Point two five of a second slower than that. Like I don't care. Um, you know, what whatever the number says. Okay, but if I'm hearing a huge difference in volume between the elixirs and the only balls, that's interesting. Um, I can't sit here and give you numbers and tell you it's scientifically accurate, but it's interesting that that's what I perceived. There's still something in that. Um, and the same goes for like sustain. The elixirs did seem to sustain longer acoustically. When you're in your setup and you're in your rig and you've got any kind of amount of gain going, yeah, you know, <laughs> how big are any of these differences? I think that 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 goes in the basket of, you know, making tweaks on guitars and diff- some players go like, yeah, it's the pickups that makes a difference and nothing else does. Some players talk about tone wood and stuff. I kind of take the opinion that I hear from a lot of guitar builders, which is like, if it makes a difference to the player, if the player feels like it's different, if it affects the player, if the player feels mentally, you know, you feel different about the guitar when it has one, for example, tone wood versus another, one set of strings versus another, then it's worth it. Um, but, you know, guitar builders themselves say, like, can it, can can the person in the fifth row of the audience hear this? No, of course they can't. Don't be ridiculous. You know, like, no, no one's sitting there like, oh, I knew that was an older body. I could, it's got that timbre. You know, like some some cork sniffer probably is pretending that he can hear that, but they they can. Um, So, you know, like even guitar builders, which spend a huge amount of time procuring the correct woods and doing this, that, and the other, they're like, well, you know, it makes a difference to me as the builder. I feel the difference in my very close relationship to the instrument. And the player feels that in their very close relationship. A lot of it's not about what people can hear in the back row. It's about, you know, when it comes to you having the guitar you really want and tweaking your setup and, you know, um, or trying to get your dream guitar or kind of trying to get things perfect how you want it as a musician. 
a lot that's you you're, you're doing it for yourself same way you write your songs you know you think about the audience of course but uh, you, you can think about the audience people think about them to different extents but you're writing it for you it's coming from you you're wanting to express something yourself something that means something to you you know that's a lot of it it's it's kind of similar with the with the whole tone thing it's like you know if i feel there's just some kind of resonance i get from my mahogany body guitars and i like heavy guitars even if we get in a lab condition and we find yeah heavy guitars don't sustain better heavy guitars don't resonate in a very measurably distinct way that's consistent you know yes some heavy guitars might have this kind of resonance or whatever but other ones don't you get players who go yeah you know i don't really care i feel it and at the end of the day I don't have lab equipment on stage with me. I have, how do I feel? How do I feel like I sound? And that's how I pick all my gear at the end of the day. So um, I kind of feel like that with this. Um, That's why I'm talking about I feel it. And so that's kind of what it comes down to. Uh, These differences are not necessarily big enough. Anyone else is going to notice, but um, feel is massive. You'll notice it. Um, And, you know, how long they last. I think that one's kind of a bit more measurable. And then, you know, how it sounds, how it resonates, how it sustains. Uh, I think you'll notice it, especially the big differences, and I'm noticing some big differences. However, I w- I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I switch back to the Super Slinkies and feel like they're bad or they feel really cheap or nasty, because they don't. Uh, they feel good. And here's one really, really weird, super weird thing that, um, like, is it made me laugh because it was like a really stupid thing when I said it to myself, because it's like it's in the name. The, the the Ernie balls, despite being... So I knew they'd be like this slippery kind of feeling because the coated strings, the polywebs, that's what it's all about. But the Ernie ball slinkies actually do feel slinkier. And I was always just like, that's just like a marking thing because it, it, it's nice sounding, like slinky sounding strings, like easy to bend and all this stuff. And that sounds cool. They actually are. Like that was weird that the same gauge, I thought that wouldn't be the case at all. I thought they'd feel different, but they actually feel slinkier. Same gauge strings, the Ernie balls actually do. I've never had that comparing the Ernie Balls with any other strings, but when I went from the Polywebs to the Ernie Balls Super Slinkies, uh, I felt like there was a slight bit less tightness. And again, that's like a pros and cons thing. That's how you prefer stuff feeling. Um, Slinky is just the best word for it. I know it just sounds like I'm just using their marketing and regurgitating it, but I was like, this is actually kind of slinky. That's surprising. And then you look at the back and it says slinky and massive letters. And you're like, oh yeah, right. I'm I'm literally that stupid. Um, but I, I, no, I kind of was unnaive. I kind of thought like, yeah, it's kind of a marketing thing. They're the same gauge strings. They'll feel different, but not actually going to be slinkier. But um, yeah, that made me realize that the, the, the polywebs are kind of like have a little touch of stiffness to it more. That's very subtle. That wasn't a, a, a super big difference, like the kind of volume and the, and the longevity. Um, but there was a difference, and I did enough that I really noticed it kind of straight away. So it's, you know, it's a reasonably sized difference. Um, so if you like that kind of light, slinky feel, you tend to go for the like lighter gauge strings. You know, you know maybe the only walls do have that down, and hey, that's why it's written all over all of the packets. <laughs> maybe that's why. I'm a genius. I figured out why they're called that. Um but yeah, that's a pros and cons thing. I don't I don't really have a preference there. Like it just means I play a bit differently. I find that now the early balls are on there, kind of uh doing, you know, some like Laria bigger bends here and there and kind of playing in a kind of lead kind of centric way at certain times, maybe because of those being on. And um with the elixirs, maybe I was like playing big chords and allowing the notes to ring and things and not necessarily 
slipping between a bunch of bends like it does slightly change the way you play which is actually one of my favorite things about changing stuff up in terms of gear um i'm not really much of like a tone chaser i don't have a specific thing that i have to get um i spend ages trying to get stuff right but that's partly because i'm an idiot i don't know what i'm doing but like i'm not really like a big like a perfect tone chaser like oh man i know the tone in my head it's when i saw jimmy page back in like yeah i don't really have that um but the reason i love changing between all these things is inspiration like um interested in new gear and seeing what it can do and seeing how that's different to what you've got and even just something like changing strings which actually does have a huge effect is what i was hoping would would come away with this from and um in some ways and in some ways i was hoping to be the opposite um but so far Yes, changing strings makes a huge difference and that's a cool thing because just by doing a small change you can actually get this feeling that I'm alluding to here which is my favorite thing with with kind of gear and stuff. The real interest in it for me is inspiration. Like if you change a pedal, if you change stuff up, if you even just change your strings, uh, you play different and you play different on different instruments and you play different even just like getting a different setup. Go When you go book a practice room and there's a different setup and a different feeling, you get to play louder. You write stuff there that you don't write at home and you play stuff that you haven't played in ages. And it's that to me is the whole thing that's cool. And the the kind of experiment in itself is cool and interesting and I like to nerd out, but like really that's what it's about is it affects the music making and I'm changing between strings and it's making me play differently and ride differently and go different directions and i think that that's cool and interesting and kind of like to follow that and see where that goes so speaking of which most important thing being music and getting inspired after all of the gear nerding out we move on to talking about music so i will keep you updated just to wrap it up on the strings as it goes on i know you're dying to hear me talk about strings for like 25 minutes more every now and again but I'm kind of hoping it's useful to someone who's thinking, yeah, maybe I'll try Alexis, but fuck me, look at the price. <laughs> um, I'll I'll take the bullet. I'll give it a shot and see how it goes. Um, and yeah, maybe I'd love I'd love to just kind of see where this goes and and see if there's any more kind of surprises and things that people don't talk about. Um, but like I say, we move on to talking about music and getting inspired by music because that's what it's all about. That's what we love and that's why we love guitar really at the end of the day. So we always finish with a music suggestion, track, album, band, something to hopefully get you guys inspired and open up some kind of new musical directions. So today I got a track for you. I want you to go and check out the track Holiday from the band Adult Books. So Adult Books, name of the band name of the track holiday link in the description of this podcast ah oh, really really enjoying this track really an addictive track it's like three and a half minutes on the money um super nice driving bass line great use of effects on the guitar um there's something nostalgic and calling back about the entire sound both like musically and tonally and also in terms of thematically um and kind of atmospherically and there's there's a there's a really nice like just a touch of kind of of great grittiness and and some nice lo-fi elements to the recording and production that just so suits the track and suits that kind of slightly back in time feeling to it but it's also got these nice post-punk and indie elements to it it's a simple track it's very catchy the melodies have a nice amount of expression and they're also really likely you know they get stuck in your head um one of these tracks I just keep hitting play on again and again and again. Um, it was released on Christmas as well, which is fun. Um, so anyway, yeah, go and check out that track. 
I'm really enjoying it. I hope you guys will also enjoy it. Um, so yeah, join me more for more string nerdiness at some point, if you can bear it. Um, I'll talk about something far more interesting next time, I promise. Um, and I did actually have one more suggestion before we go. Sometimes I like to suggest some uh, reading or touch back on another topic before we go. Uh, and I just want to mention that I spent a while before talking about everything that Nam is doing this year or the Believe in Music Week. And I went through all that. I'm not going to go through it all again. You can go back and listen to my episode on, it's called like what what's happening with Nam this year, a few episodes back. And that tells you everything you need to know. Um, I did touch in that episode on the idea that I saw the Boutique Guitar Showcase was there. And because I talk a lot about luthiers and guitar builders, I was really curious about what, what was going on and, and what they were going to be presenting virtually um and i have found out that the one of the things that i know is going to be there is a another project another presentation from the group projects of three um if you don't know projects of three i will give you a brief overview because it's more for the suggestion here um for you to go check out i will leave a link for them in the description of this podcast as well maybe something i'll go into more depth on in the future but it's uh a group of three luthiers, very established, very renowned luthiers, very respected luthiers, Adriano Sergio, Michael Spalt, and Ulrich Teufel. Um, if you don't know any of those guys, you should look up all of them. If you don't know, if you know two of them, you don't know the other one, you've got to, you got to know all three of these guys. Um, and Projects of Three is where they come together and present their creations as a group, usually on kind of a theme or an idea. They, they, they uh, did a collection called the Red Collection, some kind of red guitars, um, which was a really stunning work at last year's NAM. They had plans for this year's NAM um, to kind of follow up on that premiere of the Projects of Three group. And of course, kind of uh, with everything changing, which I thought was really cool, instead of just going ahead and doing what they were going to do, but virtually, because, you know, they they really think everything through in a, in a manner that, that befits the kind of artistic elements of the instruments and don't just present it whatever's going on. They wanted to create something specifically for the presentation, for the mode of presentation, which is going to be the Believe in Music Week online. So they have created uh, along the theme of one, so this kind of simple theme, uh, inspired by and affected by some things that have been going on in the world this year, um, creating just one guitar each, that they've not shown anyone, that no one else has seen it, they haven't even shown each other um, together. So it's going to be one special, unique piece of work from each of these luthiers. Uh, it's going to be something unique and very different from each of them, different from one another, and probably different to what you are even used to seeing from them maybe as well. So really curious about that. And they are presenting this at Believe in Music Week. So that's uh, Believe in Music Week. I gave you all the details in that last episode, but it's um, January 18th to January 22nd virtual nam question mark um the nam 2021 believe in music week that's one thing that's going to be there that's cool that's worth checking out is the presentation from projects of three so i'll have a link to their stuff on here Uh, i'll link to something specifically about the one guitars collection so you can see the details of that and that links to the nam stuff as well so that'll be easy so check that out check out the track holiday um tune in for something that's slightly more interesting than strings maybe tomorrow (laughs) uh play a bunch of guitar Look after yourselves, look after one another, and as always, I will catch you again tomorrow.